0: Uh, My name is Haley, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from guilt, shame, and finding my value in others. Hi. I accepted Christ at a very young age. At that moment and forevermore, Jesus was my Savior, but he was not my Lord. As I got older, I watched my parents faithfully live out their belief in Jesus Christ. My mom constantly spoke of the Lord's voice and attended weekly Bible study, while I watched my dad listen to the Bible on CD, day in and day out, everywhere that he went. He memorized verse after verse, chapter after chapter, and book after book. My parents constantly gave more than they had to others, and that was the work of Jesus within them. I saw the joy they had, and I wanted it, but I never understood how to grasp it or cared enough to try. My view of God was small and insignificant. I saw Sunday morning service as a mundane, routine thing that we quote-unquote just did. As I got older, I continued to go to church, attend Young Life, and I spent a week away at camp every single summer. Even though I was involved in Christian activities, I had very little understanding of who God actually was. In high school, I found myself constantly comparing who I was and how I looked to other girls around me. This quickly resulted in me having low self-worth, which led to me searching to gain the approval of others, finding my value in what they thought of me rather than what Christ thought of me. I wanted to fit in so bad to what the world said was appropriate, and because of that, I began to pick up a lot of bad habits along the way. I started drinking often and heavily, using profanity regularly, and having inappropriate relationships with men. The more I sinned, the greater my guilt and shame grew. Every bad decision I made, I carried Fast forward to college, my bad habits continued to escalate and I found myself drinking, smoking, experimenting with drugs, engaging in premarital sex, and daily falling to my biggest struggle at the time, which was masturbation. Because I found my value in what others thought of me and never truly felt fulfilled or desired by others relationally, I used masturbation as a crutch. I often sought it out for comfort from anything and everything. This continued through college and into my early career. Throughout my life, I constantly wrestled with Revelation 3, 15 through 16, which states, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. I knew full well I was a lukewarm believer, and the idea of the creator of heaven and earth wanting to spit me out was absolutely terrifying. At this moment, the Lord began to change my heart without me even knowing. I began praying that the Lord would give me the strength to end my current relationship if it was not his will. This is something I had never done before. Fast forward a few months later, I found myself at the end of my first 40-day sugar fast and free from the bondage of my dishonoring relationship. After this relationship ended, I was ready for some real change. I began pursuing membership at Watermark and ended up giving my verbal testimony to a sweet sister in Christ named Mandy. Many tears, and about a half an hour later, I finished. She followed up by asking me the famous million-dollar question, on a scale from one to ten, if you were to die today, how sure are you that you're going to heaven? I told her I was an eight because I know I have eternal life through Christ Jesus, but I struggle so terribly with guilt and shame. She followed up by asking if I had ever heard of Watermark's recovery ministry, Regeneration. (laughs) I was immediately offended by her suggestion. (laughs) Um, However, she continued to tell me she had been praying all week that the Lord would reveal to her exactly what I needed, and she believed that it was Regen. My heart immediately softened, and a few months later, I walked through the doors of Regen for the very first time. My first night here, however, was absolutely no walk in the park. They spoke heavily of confessing your last 2%, whatever it may be, because there is healing and freedom in Christ alone. I was overwhelmed. There were many weeks that I almost walked out because of the crippling anxiety I was experiencing. But God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, kept me coming week after week. Shortly into my time at Groundwork, he brought me my now best friend, that one godly friend I had been praying for and so desperately needed. Looking back, the Lord used that sweet, God-fearing friend of mine to teach me how to confess and step away from sin and what it looks like to be held accountable when doing so. Um, it was not until I was in my step group with women who were also regularly confessing their sin struggles that I realized the truth of James 15 or sorry <laughs> James 5:16: "Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed." The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I took refuge in confession and prayer because I felt the Lord mending my heart and bringing me relief from my guilt. I began to fully understand the freedom that can only be found in Christ. The Lord revealed to me in step four inventory, the truth of Romans 7:18. "For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh, for I have the desire to do what is right but not the ability to carry it out." He then showed me in step five, confession, the absolute healing power of confession and prayer. This was the pivotal moment in my recovery where I was finally able to remove the backpack of guilt and shame that I had been carrying around my entire life. I finally knew what it was like to be fully known and fully loved by him and by his body. I was no longer hiding my sin, so it no longer had dominion over me. In step nine, amends, the Lord showed me his absolute sovereignty over all. As I began to make amends, no matter who it was or what sin I was owning up to, the Lord softened the heart of every person that I spoke to. Throughout every step within the process, the Lord, bit by bit, broke down the worldly image I had created for him and rebuilt it with the truth of his word. My life now, after recovery, looks incredibly different than it did before. I now understand what it means to find true freedom in Christ and have a personal relationship with him. I am now free from the deep sin struggles that shackled me for so long. I no longer carry the weight of my guilt and shame, and I do not look for fulfillment, validation, or love in other people. I tell you this solely to encourage you, to show you that healing is possible if you put your faith and trust in Jesus. I am also here to tell you that recovery never ends. That's why I'm up on this stage myself. I now, by the grace of God, have been given the privilege to lead alongside that lead alongside my best friend, and learn from a group of incredible women through the very steps that the Lord used to change my life. The Lord continues to use region, my community, and the Bible to reveal to me daily more about his character and who I am in him. Sweetly solidifying that my value and worth is not in anything of this world, but in him alone. Psalm 8, 4-6 through 6 says, What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. I used to be someone who felt such guilt and shame over my poor decisions that defeat constantly ruled my mind. However, through Regen, the Lord has shown me that I am not defined by my sin because Jesus Christ came to earth, lived the perfect life, and died the death that I deserve so that I may live this life freely in the grace that he extends to me. If you are new here, welcome. We're so happy that you're here. It's no coincidence that you found yourself sitting in this very room and in that very chair. If there's one piece of advice that I could leave you with, it would be to confess that last 2%. Share the sin you promised yourself you would take to the grave, because Jesus is pursuing you and freedom in him starts tonight. My name is Haley, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from guilt, shame, and finding my value in others, and to copy all the glory... <laughs>